All right. We are live. Yeah. Let's go, We're back. Baby. Back and better Let's than ever. Let's go. New year, new business. Let's get after it. All right. Well, we all took right, a little bit of time all right, off. All right. We took a little <laughs> bit of time off uh, for the, the holidays. Did some, some traveling and some was out of town for a little bit. All of us were having a good new year. Had a good Christmas. Hopefully, you guys have a good Christmas. That is right. That is right. Can't complain, man. Can't complain. Got some new stuff for the pod. Got a new, uh, new camera, new headphones. I'm, you know, I'm starting to look a little more legit. You know, so there you go. Yeah, I got a little, uh, little uh, highlight on me now with the adjustable, you know, shadow thing. That's kind of cool. Makes me look a little better. Kind of like a, like a filter. Yeah, go so. go from like a like a three point five to a four point seven. Yeah, I, I mean four point seven might be generous with how I'm looking now, so I appreciate it. Twenty twenty four is the year I get back in shape. We we don't want fat chase anymore. We want we want skinny chase. Oh, so. I was I was gonna say, do, do either of you guys? Because I've got some New Year's resolutions. Do any of you guys have some New Year's resolutions? Yeah, I, I got a few. I got a few. Um, first off, would be uh, Rub and Tubs hits a thousand followers. I think that would be pretty sick in in the year, you know. I know we got three hundred sixty three days to gain, you know, about nine hundred followers. I think that's very doable. Um, second, I think I want to lose lose some weight, you know, get back on my health and gym grind, and uh, get a full time job. And unless this takes off, then that works for me too. So just and to be happy, man. Just be happy. That's all. That's all I need. I love it, dude. Chase, I I, I told you you should uh, you should do this seventy five hard with me. You see, that's hard. The, the the easy part is the not drinking part, and I know that's crazy to say, but the hard part for me is just like fucking working out twice a day because I just I find little motivation. But I I really do need to get back in shape. You know, my stretch marks. I'm looking like Jelly Roll's little brother right now. So <laughs> I, I gotta be I gotta be more conscious of what I'm eating. But I need to do it. I know I will. I, I'll get back on my shit. So I'm on uh I'm on day one of seventy five hard. I did. Yep. I did but four like, miles. Wow. Say what? Are you doing like the? Uh, you gotta read. You gotta do all this mm-hmm. shit. Like everything. That's good. That's yeah. So shit. I'm doing 75 days of uh, two 45 minute workouts. One that has to be outside. So I'm gonna do a run in the mornings. I did uh, four miles this morning, and then um, I'm following a a diet. Any diet of my choosing. And that's going to be, I'm cutting out gluten from my diet. So basically like no breads, uh, no wheat, um, no alcohol. And I'm doing a uh, zero added sugar diet. So basically like if something has added sugar in it, I'm not eating it. Um, I want it to stay like high in protein, high in, you know, like good, good fats. Um, No candy, obviously. No fast food, no more fucking going to McDonald's during lunchtime and shit like that. And then uh, I'm going to do a second workout of either just like strictly body weights or I'm going to throw in like some weightlifting as well um, in the evenings. And then I'm reading every night. It, it has to be 10 pages, but honestly, I'll probably end up reading more than 10 pages every night. I've already been reading the past like month. I've been on uh, one of John Wooden's books, um, which... Later in this, I'm going to get to something. I got to show you something, Chase, that you'll really appreciate that I got All for right. Christmas. 
Um, and then, um, drinking a gallon of water a day. That's all I'm drinking. No alcohol. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to drink this entire month, but I, I did bad yesterday. So we're going to start January Mm. 2nd. (laughs) Yesterday was a quite, quite the day for the boys. So Luis, what about you? You got some new year's resolutions? I haven't made any, uh, like official ones, but I think like just making them right now on the spot, I think. I was already doing like a pretty decent job of like going to the gym and like eating really healthy, especially in the summer. That's when I was like at my peak, I think in, in regards to both of those. And so I don't know, I would just say like probably just going back to both of those, like maybe eating a little bit cleaner and I'm, I'm still probably going to give myself a cheat day every now and then, but it's just about giving it to myself less often, you know, maybe like once every, I think, I think that's what I'll do instead of maybe like a once a week type of cheat day, I'll do maybe once every two weeks. And then, I don't know, working out, like I've been doing good working out, but maybe the only thing I want to change is just like up the intensity and length of it, you know, uh-huh. just to get, yeah. just to milk, milk out as much as I can out of that. I don't know. Maybe I'll change it from like hour long to hour and a half. I was doing that in the summer and it was awesome. And then I don't know, maybe I double the time on the stair stepper and or double the time on the bags. Um, yeah, I'm still going to be drinking, but I'm probably just, you know, going to be drinking only on weekends. So there's yeah, no chance that, that, that you can stop. Helps. Yeah, dude. There, here's the thing, dude. It's like Butch Cornbread and I, we have a, a symbiotic relationship. One cannot live without <laughs> the other. And yeah. I I refuse to kill him. I'm not going to kill him. So he's he's still going to be there. Um, he's just going to have a better 2024 um, than his 2023. And that's it. And that's all she wrote. Yeah, he, I mean, He's not like, being uh, killed. Oh, yeah. go ahead, Chase. I just I'm not going like to euthanize him. It's like venom. It's like you know you got like this little demon inside of you, but it's kind of nice to have, you know. Like you don't want to get rid of it entirely. You kind of want. There's that. no way. Yeah. There's no way. I will do uh, 75 medium instead of hard. <laughs> That's funny. or yeah, 75 soft. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but anyways, I feel like. Pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I feel yeah. Oh, shit, well, shit, boys. On that note, I mean, shit. We're I, I kind of want to start with the CFP games, and I, I think we should probably start with. I want to start with Bama, Michigan, because Chase, I want to hear a little bit about your experience at that game, and also I okay. just want to get our collective thoughts on it. Because um, obviously, yeah. the ending of the other game was just a. Li- I mean, both endings were exciting, but one was a little bit more exciting than the other, in my opinion. Yeah. So. Yeah, Chase. What? Well, how did how did it go? Did you even do you even remember the game? Is the first thing I'll ask. <laughs> here's here here's my whole scenario. We we got down there around eleven, and uh, game was at two, and then just me and my dad figured, you know, we we had these great tickets through the city of Pasadena, and we didn't go to like any pregame festivities or anything. But somehow we ended up sneaking into a VIP event, like just let us walk through, and so nice. I didn't, I didn't know we were gonna do that. So then, you know, on the way from the where we parked to the Rose Bowl, I slugged like six beers just walking there. And then I get to this little tailgate, and it's an open bar. Open bar. I found one of my boys, and Fuck. he was there. Yeah, White was there with his dad, and so he's just fucking feeding me, you know, cranberry vodkas. Just like I had probably about like six cranberry vodkas and three beers and like a I shit, you know, like 45 minutes. So I'm walking into the stadium, It's I'm, and the boys are buzzing, bro. I was just hammered. So, but like, I do remember the game. 
I think that that was probably the best game I've ever been to. I spent about 30 minutes of the game inside the bathroom just because I had to pee every 10 minutes. But I did get to see it over time. I got to see the entire fourth quarter and just, you know, that just was incredible. Being out there, like the atmosphere, dude. Like Bama, they didn't have as many fans, but those Bama fans are fucking loud. Like, roll time, roll time. Yeah. Seriously, dude. And seeing like Dixieland Delight, they play Dixieland Delight, and seeing like the fans go just go crazy like live, and then I don't remember what Michigan's song was. I was really drunk, but they have a song too. They play in the third, fourth quarter. That was cool to see all that. Um, it was probably Jump Around, right? No, it was probably no, Jump no. Around. Mm-mm. Well, they at home they play in the big house. They do Jump right. Around. I'm almost positive. No, it wasn't. It was. Different. I could have sworn. I could have sworn they maybe even played that last year at the festival. I don't, I don't remember. But anyways, but. it wasn't jumping around. It was something else. But it was just an incredible atmosphere to be at. That was my third Rose Bowl game I've been to, and by far the best. I think Blake Corum just did his thing. You know, if Michigan would have lost, I think it would have been because they beat themselves. It's not like Alabama was performing overwhelmingly. You know, um, I think Milrow had an okay game. He can't really pass the ball well, but he's, he reminds me a lot of Lamar Jackson. Just like runs. I don't know. That's my take. Yeah, on but let's be careful there because he's not Lamar Jackson. He's yeah, just a runner. Dude. I don't know. Uh, we're I see what you're saying. I see what you're yeah. saying, but like he, he's not Lamar Jackson. He has the same tendencies, but to a lesser degree, a much yeah, lesser degree. He has the tendencies in regard to like what he wants to do, but yeah. his body can't do it like Lamar can. Mm-mm. Like where Jalen Milrow might scramble and get you six yards, seven yards, Lamar Jackson gets you 25-plus. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I digress. I, I digress, dude. I actually watched that game um, like on the flight like back home, and it was actually, it was actually funny because like half of the people I was sitting next to on the plane, they were all Georgia fans, and they were all <laughs> – it, but, it, but, it but they were rooting for Bama – like they weren't rooting against them either. Like I was like, oh, like you guys probably want Michigan to win then, huh? And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, fuck Michigan. We, we we're, we're trying to get, have the SEC win. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, figures, because so- you guys all slob on each other's knobs. The first chance you why, get. Why are Georgia fans on your flight? Where was that from? LAX. Yeah, it was from LAX, and they're so the the a lot of them were connecting in DFW to get back to Georgia. And I, I just happened to be sitting to like the only couple Georgia fans on the on the flight. Kind of stupid people, by the way, too, because they're like, "How are you watching this game right now?" And I'm like <laughs> sitting there, I'm like, "It's I'm like it's on the American app. Like I'm not using like my like cellular data or anything. Like we don't have like service up here. Like you literally can go on the app and they ha- you have live TV. Like when you're flying with American, yeah, yeah. And they're all like same on, same with on Southwest." They're all huddled yeah. around. They're all huddled around like my seat as I'm like holding this phone for all of them, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, so now that I've told you that though, I was like, why don't you just grab your phone and do it on your phone? Like it's just like no one. It never like clicked. They're like they were just like, holy shit, he got the game on, and they all just like huddled up around me. There's three little Georgia kids, like Fucking... the... <laughs> dude, Southerners, but... man. It was kind of funny, and then there was one Bama fan. <laughs> roll tide, roll. God bless the South. God, God bless the South. 
the Crimson Tide takes on the Michigan Wolverines. Have you guys seen the video? (laughs) CBS. The, Dude, um, that's just the, funny. The Drewski video where he's like with that one roll tide fan. He goes, I don't care about nothing but the tide. I don't care nothing about the tide. Roll tide. Did, you, did you see the the Michigan players actually use that audio? That's so funny. Yeah. yeah he's like, yeah, they, they, yeah where they're like in the locker room. <laughs> roll tide, roll. <laughs> blitz, bam, a blitz. Yeah. Blitz, bam, a blitz. <laughs> Dude, there, there was actually one. There was actually one Bama fan who was sitting like the two rows like ahead of me, and his uh, his like his stream was maybe like a couple seconds ahead of mine because the moment they came up with that quarterback draw on like the very last play of the game, that um, was not a quarterback draw, bro. Okay, it wasn't a QB draw, but it, it that's what it looked like it, just because it was raining correctly. Like he didn't yeah, follow yeah. his guard. He so that was actually his- going to be my question: was if if that play. The snap was messed up. Um, it, it was, was supposed touchdown. to be, it, it was supposed to be an RPO, and yeah. he was supposed to look out to his running back who was in motion, and the snap was messed up. And honestly, I thought Milrow took off prematurely because he got the ball back and there was nobody around him. He just decided to run directly in front of him. Yeah, he, he ran had the wrong lane way. Lane. Is what happened. Yeah. What happened was he he had the lane, and yes, it was a mix of him just going prematurely. Because he was going before the guard was even finishing, like running his like, uh, mm-hmm. like I guess his little route, and he just did not follow the guard where he was supposed to. What it should have been was he had the lane on the left, and if he would have just taken that correctly, mm-hmm. it would have been a touchdown. Like there's nothing that they would have done to to stop him because the DB or whoever it was on the left had already ran past him, and he like he, there's no way he would have caught him. And he just I don't he just didn't see that and just kind of went through the middle of them and. Yeah, I still think though that it could have been a way better play call. Like you could have drawn up maybe yeah, something a little bit better. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, like that's ex- that's exactly why they lost. Just because in those moments with that Michigan D line, like why are you doing that? You know? Yeah, yeah. It, there was a lot that I mean, it was a good game, and I I think that it was actually the better of the two playoff games. Not to say that the Texas Washington game wasn't good. But it was that was a competitive game, dude. And kind of talking a little bit about the Texas Washington game, that game was, dude. Washington almost sold really hard. Yeah, yeah. I, that yeah, penalty I, I, put him up fifteen yards. You know, just stupid, stupid mistakes. Well, also yeah. not just kneeling down the football. Like they could have knelt the football down and given the ball back to Texas with yeah. like mm-hmm. twelve seconds left. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then now you might have just lost your running back for the next game. It, yep, mm-hmm. yep. And you, they yeah. gave Texas an extra twenty-five seconds, which holy shit, more they than used, that. They used it was every like fifty. Yeah. Well, they were supposed to get the ball with like eighteen seconds, and I think they got it with like fifty-two or something like that. Literally but, everything that needed to go wrong did is yeah. what happened. Yeah. Because they should have easily. There was a. They were up by what? Like uh, I think it was, they were up by like thirteen. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple drives where I felt they could have, if they would have just stopped playing cute, then they, and just fucking stuck with it, what they were doing. They also took the ball out of Penix's hands in the red zone yeah, a couple times stupid. when, when he was on fire, I don't understand why on second and third and medium, like you're still like, it's working. Like, you like, I know you don't want to air it out every single play. So not be predictable. But the thing is your their, their secondary is ass and your receiving core is one of, if not the best in the nation, and you've been cooking them all game. Like, why yeah, are you uh-huh. taking the ball out of their hands? But 
Yeah, yeah, but going back to the the Michigan Bama game though, because I do want to finish up a couple thoughts on that one. I I did think that that one was more like I know competitive. Texas, I think I know the Texas one went down to the last second, but that's just because it was so many things. But that the Bama Michigan game was exactly what I expected, which was just two big boy football teams just trading blows. Because I don't I don't know like how if there was like a fuck ton of lead changes, but at least it felt that way. There was, there was. Um, oh yeah, every every possession was a lead change pretty much. Yeah, Emma was, it was, was just Emma was kind of up at like ten, and then um, Michigan with like the last five minutes of the game, they scored two times and yeah, yeah, it was all that it momentum was, and going to overtime. Mm-hmm. They got the ball first, like they set the fucking tone, you know. So yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was I was um, honestly like what I just said, like just like exactly the way I expected that game to go, and I just figured, dude, in Michigan's defense, like holy shit, bro, like they're that, nuts. That line, I'd like. I, I keep thinking at some point, like, oh, like one week they're gonna play bad, like it's just bound to happen. Like mm-hmm. maybe against maybe against Bama, they just play bad and get exposed or something. Nope, they just <clears> keep <throat> pummeling you, dude. They literally just keep coming. Like, I don't know what you can do to to stop that line. Well, now obviously Washington has a really good O line, so we'll see what happens. But we can talk about that later in the episode. Did you uh, did you guys watch the clip of Harbaugh's dad and mom speaking? No. After the game. Yes, bro. It it's so cringy. Twin. It was cringy, but that's like his twin. So cringy. Yeah, then, the 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 yeah, comment, I think like, it was Barstool that that posted it and it was like this clip makes everything about Jim Harbaugh make sense. Like I understand his entire personality after watching mm-hmm. this clip. Were they all just weirdos? They're yes. so fucking weird, bro. Like, yes. You you've seen the the shit. You've seen the movie Get Out? Mhm. That's like how his parents were. They just like seemed, that's his mom. Like, yeah, like, that's his mom. She seemed fake. She seemed like like a character. Just like, oh well, congratulations, our son is winning. Like our family has this little tradition where nothing else can go wrong. We have the best fucking family. I'm like, holy shit. We have the best sign stealers in the country. Literally, dude. <laughs> and the dad looks like Harbaugh, just like ten years old. Like it's crazy. Like yeah, like the entire face structure. Spitting image. Yeah, that's nice. I don't know, dude, but like. I got to put some more respect on Michigan's name. I know they've been the best team, but I was talking shit. I was like, fuck the sign Steelers. Fuck them. Fuck that. Like, Told you. And, dude, they've been the best team. And it, I've <laughs> been saying they're winning the national. They're, they're, they're going to. Uh, dude. I said it in July, dude. I've been riding with yeah, them since literally before the season just because I yeah. knew. I Like, I've known. Like, we knew what they were coming back with. Like, the, the, like, the dude, talent that they had last year. The whole team. The whole team, and then just the fact that the another thing too was they had lost what like three like how many bowl games in a row? I just figured like five one of like these five or the, six, one yeah. of these yeah one of these years they are gonna have to win one like that can't go on forever you you know Mm-mm. and I yeah. yeah so then that poses a question I, I know I might be getting ahead of myself but I think they're gonna win and if they win do you think Harbaugh stays or does Harbaugh go pursue an NFL coaching job? I don't know. I so I, I think they win, and I, I think yeah. that they beat. I think that they beat Washington, and the main reason I think that they beat Washington is is because of their defense. They they've shown that they have a consistent top ten, top five defense in the country, and that's that's what's been their bread and butter is that they have been so consistent on both sides of the ball all year mm-hmm. long, that in order to beat Michigan. You have to force them to make mistakes, and they're such a disciplined football team they that just they don't. just don't. 
you don't yeah. ever get that opportunity. And yeah. I think that they win. And the way that they lose is if they beat themselves, is if they shoot sure. themselves in the foot, penalties. Um, Dude, their special or, teams or, was atrocious. Atrocious. Here's, here's really one says, thing. Oh, their special teams. Sorry, go, you go first, Chase, about their special teams. I was going to say just, something else. Sorry, uh, let me cut you off. But what I, what I will say is, you know, they muffed a fucking punt, right, in the first half, and that led to Alabama going up 7-0, I think. Um, and then with, like, 30 seconds left in the game, they're about to get the ball back with potentially going to kick a game-tying field or a game-winning field goal. That guy fucking muffs the punt. And then you got McCarthy at the one-yard line, and Bama, if they get the safety, they win the game with 25 seconds, you know? So like their special, they held on to the ball though, right? It was a muff yeah. punt, but they held on to it. They held on to it, but they they at were the one. Take it at the at the fifteen. Guy got muffed into the, their own like the one, and you know Bama's like thinking, oh shit, like we get this safety, we win this game. But I mean, Quorum just kind of pushed through, but then went to overtime. But they almost beat Here's, themselves. They yeah, I want to say mistakes. one thing. I want to say one thing because Cole, you just said how uh, like to beat Michigan, you have to force them to like make mistakes. They're not going to make mistakes when they rush the ball. And I think as good as I think J.J. McCarthy can be, I don't think he's anything crazy, obviously. I do Uh -uh. think he's a good quarterback. Like, he's a good, decent quarterback playing for, like, a really good team, right? I wouldn't put him in the top five. Maybe maybe top 15. Maybe top 15, yeah. We're on the same page there. But my point is that's – that's where you would be able to force a mistake is you do exactly what how TCU caught them last year. The, the turnovers they had, I mean, they had a fumble in the red zone, sure. But the other two crucial moments of last year's Fiesta Bowls where TCU was able to, like, turn it on them was two pick sixes. And yep. it was mm-hmm. picking off J.J. McCarthy because I don't think he's super – I don't think he's the best whenever it comes to, like um, – Fuck, I'm I'm blanking. The routes that come backwards, uh, like out routes, yeah, um, like towards the sideline. Like he 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 doesn't have the best timing at like out routes, for example. That's just one that I can think of off the top of my head. And if you can pick him off there, then you that's like where you can win the game because I don't think that he has like the vision that maybe the rest of the the top quarterbacks like you know in in the country have. I think I put him like maybe in the same category as Milrow. So what you have to hope is that. Quorum just has like a, an okay or bad game. And then you got to hope that JJ makes like a wrong read on one of those out routes or something. Um, well, yeah. the the other way that you can force that if you're Washington is by putting points up on the board. Because the other thing that, that Michigan has done really well is they've, they've controlled the clock really well all year. If you go back and look at their games – They've been in control over time of possession. So if they're able to control the the tempo of the game, they'll be in a good spot. But if Michael Penix can go out there and and have a really nice game throwing the ball and put points up on the board, it's going to force Michigan to rely more on the passing game than they are on the run because they're going to feel like they're on their heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where you can catch JJ McCarthy off guard. Yeah. So yes, you can you can defend the middle of the field and force him to throw out towards the sidelines, or if you're Washington, you can come in with a really solid game plan, which is obviously tough. Like it's it it's a lot easier said than done when you're playing Michigan's defense. But if if, if Penix can come out and 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 drop dimes and and run up the the score. 
then it'll force Michigan to to throw the ball more. And that's mm-hmm. how you can catch him off guard. Dude, mm-hmm. I, I like I knew that Penix was good and but I'm telling you what, I I felt like they've been an underdog in so many of these games and they mm-hmm. just somehow found way to win. I don't know. I've I you know, I thought they were gonna lose to Texas. I thought they were gonna lose to Oregon twice. I thought they were gonna lose to Utah, I thought they were gonna lose to Oregon State, but they found ways to win. But they win by one possession. So I think no matter who wins, I'm thinking it's gonna be Michigan. I think it'll be a one possession game. It's gonna be a great game, but they just they just the thing too is like specifically in the Texas game last night, they just were getting so cute with it. Like they were having fun and like I love that. Like they were playing like they were having fun, but they were getting too cute when the game was too still too close. And I feel like if they would have just stuck with what was working at some, on some of these drives, they would have been up fucking twenty eight plus in my opinion. Like I never thought for one second that that game should have been as close as it was and come down to the last play. Yeah. Um, a little side note, because here's a, ca- a caveat to what we were ju- what you were just talking about, Cole. Um, like you had mentioned, how like how are you going to deal with like the 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 Michigan defense? Well, one thing, the one thing that would be interesting to me is their defensive line is really good, but but Michigan has not played a wide receiver uh, like room as fucking talented as this one. I don't think. Well, like Marvin the, Harrison. Yeah, yeah, but but like a well-rounded wide receiver, like dude, if they if they were to play like they did last night, dude, they were cracked. And granted, Penix was throwing darts out there, and each one of his throws were on the money. But these dudes were that not only were they getting open, they were snacking shit almost effortlessly. It was um, it was just art. It was just well, art. Texas's secondary is also not the best. Yes, and I acknowledge that, and I've said that too. But I also think like credit to that wide receiver room because they absolutely they look they like i don't even know all of their names but i was watching them i watched them in the oregon game i watched them in this game i watched them in the other oregon game before that the last one and like they they're just throwing master classes on and so yeah michigan is going to have a much better secondary um but i think because washington state has a decent enough o-line like they have a, a pretty good o-line it's not like the best but it's pretty good no, they have one of the um, best. Oh, dude, they. Yeah. Okay. They might. Yeah. yeah. They. I was, I was trying <laughs> to be a little them conservative. And, them in Michigan. Them in Michigan. I think do have the best offensive lines in college football. Yeah. That. Okay. That's. That's. I was playing it conservative, but yes, I agree. Um, I'm interested to see what happens. I'm not gonna make my pick till the end of the episode, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Wanted Did to just give know? them give them props because that those wide receivers were cracked. Did you guys happen to watch any other of the? I know you, Cole, you were driving, Luis, we were, you guys were traveling. Um, did you guys watch any of the other bowl games and any of the other NY sixes or anything? Dude, I, I got to be honest, I wasn't intrigued by any of them. Like none of them. God, yeah, the none of them. Liberty Oregon game was garbage. Yeah, um, what was the final score of that? It's like forty-five to six. Yeah, and it's crazy. Oh. And Liberty, Liberty, just the first possession of the game just drove the field. Two-minute drive, like really. Just went down, scored, and it all just went downhill from there. And then they didn't score another fucking point. So, and then like the the, the other games, like I I was I was hoping that you know Mizzou Ohio State was going to be a good game. I called that. I knew Mizzou was going to win, but that's because Ohio State had everyone opt out and and half their mm-hmm. team transferred. Yeah, and then you have Georgia Florida State. That game was terrible, but. I don't think that that's really a 
a good reflection of the type of team that Florida State was all year because they didn't have their entire team like their entire team got opted out or it would they were injured yeah one yeah one quick thing about FSU I think it's it sucks that the narrative in like the history of this season is always just going to show like that final score and like people are going to easily ju- like point at that to justify why they were left out but I I I do want to recognize that that's a totally different team without all those opt outs without Jordan Travis getting hurt, even with Rodemaker, like they could have looked much better. Um, but yeah, it, it just sucks. I honestly feel for them just because even in hindsight, even after seeing them get clapped, I still stand by having them in the playoff. I still stand by it. I, I, I think a, a very healthy uh, Florida State team with Rodemaker, not even with Jordan Travis, that defense could have given Washington some problems if that would have been who they were matched up against. But now you know, I, it oh. sucks. Their their scout team got absolutely pummeled, and that's all everyone's going to remember about it. Now I, I don't want to get like my take yeah, confused with thinking that Florida playoff loss. That's true, but I, I will also say this real quick that like Florida State, I think that it would have been a much better game had they had most of their team. I do still think they would have lost. And oh, I still yeah. I still think that they would have lost by maybe two scores. But it, mm. it, it would have looked at least a little bit more competitive. And and the the reason why I just wasn't really intrigued by a lot of the matchups this year is was because of all the opt-outs and because of the transfer portal. And this goes back to our last conversation about NIL and about the transfer portal. And it's that the transfer portal opens up and it forces these guys who, if you are gonna transfer, like you have no choice but to transfer out before bowl games and before and the national yeah. championship. And it 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 does a disservice to one the teams and and the coaching staff, but mainly the fan base. Like we're robbed of seeing our team compete for a championship, a bowl championship. And I just I don't know, man. Like like I'll, I'll talk about Oklahoma for a second. I mean, we don't have to talk about him a bunch, but I, I'm really high on on Jackson Arnold, and I I said some things like I, I thought that he was going to play much better. I still am really high on him, and I think that he is going to be one of the next great Oklahoma quarterbacks. But for me to assume that he was just going to go out there and dominate a team like Arizona, who was really good, was like stupid of me because I completely looked past – Everything that went into that, a true freshman, first ever collegiate start, playing a top-ranked Arizona team. Like, you, you, you can't expect him to come in and torch them. So if we would have had Dylan Gabriel, you know, if he wasn't forced to transfer before bowl season, I think that that outcome of that game is is wildly different. Um, yeah. And that, and I, I'm not trying to like bash Jackson Arnold. I, I I still think that he's he's gonna be fantastic and and develop into a an amazing quarterback. But the transfer portal is just man, it like it it's you work so hard as a football team an entire off season in spring training, you know fall fall camp for for what to not show up for your bowl game? I just don't. 
And this, I mean, this goes for every team out there. It should does it doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't sit right. Yeah, yeah it, it's. I mean, the portal's always has always given and taken, but now it's just like exacerbated on on both sides of that spectrum, like so much more than it used to be. And I don't know. I hope at some point they start regulating it. I don't know if it'll happen anytime soon, though, just because all of this is still so new. But who knows? Um, and and you saw that pain in Mike Norvell's eyes in that post game press conference. Oh my god, and, dude. dude! He he wanted to say it so bad, so I'm gonna say it for him. The NCAA and the college football playoff like completely fucked him because, like I said, they were working towards this goal all year long, and they did everything perfect, everything that they were supposed to do, undefeated, win a conference championship in a Power Five conference and you're left out and what message does that send to your to your athletes like it 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 just shows that none of it matters so of course they're going to opt out and not play because the the governing body putting on the bowl games just said it doesn't matter yeah so why should they care and then in turn why should we care yeah well that that also goes back to like why you probably didn't feel that intrigued by some of these new year six matchups. Cause it's just a domino effect like that. Them getting le- like this, like Florida state is one example of it, right? It's probably just like it Florida state themselves represent like this, the issue as a whole, but yeah, it was just like a domino effect. And like, now you have people opting out and that just like takes away the value of like the actual new year six. And now people like, just don't, I mean, now you're sitting here saying 10 minutes ago that, you weren't that even that intrigued in it. And that's exactly what all of this has done. And I think it starts with like the portal and with NIL specifically, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm I, pretty excited about the, uh, the 12 team for next year. Cause I mean, it's yeah. not like it's going to change. I mean, are we really going to be focused on the 13th and 14 seed, you know, Arizona wildcats getting left out? It's like, no, <laughs> like when, when you have a undefeated team, like, Florida State. I mean, I guess they probably would have got pummeled by either of those teams, and like just like they got pummeled by Georgia, but they were still ranked. You know, I don't know. They didn't lose a fucking game. They won their conference, and then they got fucked. Yeah, here's here's what I say. I I I think just like you, Cole. Like I don't want anyone to think that because I think I would still have have had Florida State in the playoff. I think that they would have won. I think they would have most likely just lost their first matchup there. But I just think they like they deserve to be there. But um, I was going to follow that up by saying, so you know how like Washington, Texas, it was a close game at the end, but it didn't feel like it was a close game. Like when mm-hmm. you were watching it with your eyes, the score might've been uh, like the gap would have might've been a little bit bigger if Florida state would have lost to Washington. But I think on like with your eyes, it would have looked closer in my opinion, because I stand on the fact that I still think to this day, Florida state is a better team than Texas. As close as that game was, it literally took Washington selling to even get to that point. And not even selling, but just like all these like small little things that happened. I mean, there was the fucking kick catch interference and the fucking injured running back that added them and, you know, gave them another 40 seconds. Like it took so many damn things to even get to that point. So I don't think that that necessarily means that Texas would is, is outright better than Florida State. I think a fully healthy Florida State – even with Rodemaker, they probably would have lost, but I still think that it would have felt, at least to me watching the game, it would have felt closer. It would have felt more like Alabama-Michigan. 
but that's just my yeah. opinion. You know, it's not obviously this isn't fact. I have no way to prove this, but well, it's it's sad. I I really feel for for Norvell just because the you know it, I I can't even imagine like all the effort and shit that he put into like the last year and like getting these boys hyped up. You spend every day, you know, at practice together and workouts and shit, and then it all kind of just collapsed within a matter of weeks. You know. Yeah, they did so, get a. Well, we did we get all a nice we all know. Weekend, though. We we all know why Florida State got left out. Okay, we all know why. <laughs> CBS says no to the Florida State Seminoles. Roll Tide roll. Luis, that's a pretty sick jersey, must I say. SEC bias. Yeah, dude. I was uh, I was almost going to put like a – I was telling Chase earlier, Cole, I almost put like a little piece of tape right here and just put Huskies. <laughs> <laughs> I was the biggest – dude, I was the Ugh. biggest Husky fan last night, like shamelessly. I don't even care. I mean, there's no way that uh, that game should have even gotten that close, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, Chase, yep. here. Yep. While, I'm, while it's on my mind, I'm going to show you – I'm going to show you what I got for Christmas, all right? So my apparently my dad has been saving this for 20, 20 years. Mm-hmm. 20 years. You're very blurry, but I'm going to pretend I could see it very clear. Um, can you see me? You're so blurry. Can you see him, Luis? Yeah, I can see him. He's super blurry on my screen. Looks like a poster. You have to send me a picture of that. Is that wooden? Is that Vladimir Putin? It is. Yeah, so it is. <laughs> There's three of them, but it's from uh, December 20th, 2003. The, right. uh, the, court, the court dedication ceremony. All so right. they, played, they played Michigan State on this day. And this was the day that they renamed uh, the court in Polly Pavilion to uh, Nell and John Wooden Court. That's sick. And the only people that have these are people that had tickets and got into the game. And I have three of these posters now, along with three unused tickets to the game. What are you, what, are you, you going to do with them? Just keep them, pass them on to the little booers and stuff? Or? No, I'm going to – well, yes, but I'm going to uh, I'm gonna frame this and I'm going to frame one of the tickets yeah. down beneath it. That would be cool. Dude, I yeah. – uh, fuck, I finally found – when, when my, everything in my house got like remodeled, I lost a bunch of shit and I, I forgot where I put it. I finally found my um, – you know how I have that framed Kobe jersey? I lost the authentication thing. That mm. like proves it's legit, and I fucking finally found that thing because it costs. Like, well, that's a easy to replace. Months. You can you can yeah. get that replaced anyways. Yeah. Like that's. And then I found my uh, one of my friends, old friends, gave me a Kobe like the day he retired. Like every fan got like a retirement letter. Mm-hmm. So I found that too. That was pretty sick. So if I'm ever homeless or yeah. don't, yeah, if I need some money, I might sell uh, that. You know, get back up, get out of the street. My my dad also gave me a book. It's a one of Kareem's books. And on the inside of it, it's autographed by Kareem and John Wooden. Nice. And my dumb at, I hope my dad is listening right now because it was a dumb move Richard! by him. 
Richard Boomer! <laughs> he put as a bookmarker in the book an autographed Kareem Abdul Jabbar Lakers card, tops, without a case on it. And I looked at him and I was like, You've got to be kidding me right now, Dad. You've got to be. You were using this as a bookmark? That's how you know the Boer Boer's got just Boer money, bro. He does what he wants. No. Richard is the man. He said, Fuck <laughs> you, Captain Kareem. I don't want your shit. Oh, yeah, I think, gosh. I think that, uh, that Wooden's book was like Forward by Kareem, I think. Is that the one you're talking about? Which one? Like Kareem was like the foreword, or I'm not sure. I'm, I don't read much, but I don't know the word for it. But no, like, no, no. It's it's Kareem's book. Here, I'll show you. I'll go grab it. You guys can continue talking. I'll go grab it. Okay. If, I feel like we're at a Barnes and Nobles right now. I kind of want to bash on Alabama and Texas at some point. <laughs> Fuck them, <laughs> Michigan. Dude, especially especially Texas, bro. I like. I know that they went. What what was the record? Twelve and two. I don't think that they belonged in there. I don't. I really don't. Yeah, I I I know they went twelve and two. I acknowledge they won a Power Five championship, and they had a very good win in Tuscaloosa. And their resume said this and that and stuff. But what did I say? I said Texas cannot beat teams that don't sell. Oh, that's cool. And then, and then the moment. Washington started selling and took a page out of the K-State sell, selling book. Um, they almost came back into it. So looks like Cole is back to show us the Kareem. And then on the inside, he had this. Yeah, no, you need to frame that shit. That, that card's worth a lot of money. But it's already like the, the edges are already flaring. But I mean, it's still autographed by arguably the top, one of the top basketball players of all time. Kareem. Yeah, yeah. Kareem, if no you're doubt. listening, I hope your uh, I hope your hips are covered. I heard you took a fall at a concert a couple weeks ago. So, did he really? Hey, he broke his fucking hip. Holy crap! At a concert. Rest in peace. Yeah, I. I mean, fuck that dude's old as fuck. Kareem's kind of a dick. Not gonna lie. Um, I don't know. He signed a foam finger for and me one time. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the fucking Michigan song was. I'm gonna look up their game day play, game day playlist. It's all just gonna be jump around. No, I'm telling you, it wasn't jump around. Jump around. Cool. What did you think it, of it the? Probably, uh, it probably wasn't. I, I feel like Chase would have remembered if it was jump around. But cool. What did what did what did you think of the uh, Texas Longhorns performance? I was just touching on it a little bit on my my opinion on Texas as a team. Oh, and I know how what I thought. It was. Me, are you asking me, Luis? Yeah, I'm asking you. I mean, I, I think Texas is a good football team, but I, 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 I mean, I've said it all year. I, I felt like they were overrated. Um, I still think Oklahoma is a better football team. Uh, I think that if Oklahoma didn't shoot themselves in the foot, they'd be playing for a national championship right now. I think Oklahoma and Texas were probably just equally as good as one another. Is like my take on it. I I think either one of them could have beat each other in a rematch. I think Oklahoma could have gone two and zero against them. Texas could have maybe made it one and one. But I don't know, dude. I just feel like it, again, like I probably sounded like a hater all year long on Texas and just like how you know, like I probably sound biased. 
But it is I, just they they managed to just get in like the best scenarios ever, like the most favorable scenarios that they could hope for. And it happened so many times every week. It happened against Houston. It happened against TCU. It happened against K-State. Well, the crazy thing, too, is that playing Washington was also best case scenario for them. Best, Yeah, best matchup they could have had. And, and you look at – like you – Tex- and Texas is like, oh, like we're in the college football playoff now, this and that. Like, dude, look back at the teams that Oklahoma had to play in the college football playoff. They had to Generational. play Georgia, who who won the Natty that year. And honestly, Oklahoma should have won in that Rose Bowl game. And it was all because of Lincoln Riley. Alabama then they had to play. Then they had to play. Oh, sorry. Then they had to play Bama, who was generational with Tua. And then Joe they had Burrow. to play then they had to play LSU, who was the greatest college football team of all time. Didn't didn't Oklahoma also play Deshaun Watson's Clemson the first time they went? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, those everyone are... wants to talk about how like Oklahoma gets blown out, like they've gotten blown out in the playoff like multiple times. Well, look at who they fucking played. Yeah. Generational De- Deshaun Watson. They should have beat Georgia. Then they played Tua. Then they played Joe Burrow. Like, yeah. What did you expect? It all it all comes, dude. It all, it all just comes down to like what year it is and who and who what version of each one of these teams is which. Like if that makes uh-huh. sense. Because like last year, you had a uh, you had Georgia who's just by far better than everyone else. But I think like this year's TCU team, or sorry, last year's TCU team, the twenty twenty two one that got blown out. I think they would have had a decent chance like at, at, at winning in the Natty, obviously more than Georgia, if they were to come up against the same Michigan team that they're that was that they're playing last year, maybe the Washington team, maybe Texas, like these types of teams. And then there's other years like you got Joe Burrow's LSU in there. You got uh Baker Mayfield's Oklahoma, you got fucking the Jake from Georgia team who was stacked with talent. Um fucking like it's just I don't know. I don't know if this year's the field was just a little bit weaker than it usually is it was it um, was a, i think it was a weaker year of college, college football and i and i think that michigan is is standing alone right now yeah well shit we'll we'll see you know you don't want to get too ahead of yourself do you i do and here's the thing is i i honestly wouldn't be surprised if washington wins because chase touched on it they've been in close games all year long and they've somehow found a way to win all of them like they're not mm-hmm. a bad team they're a good football team and they have one of the best offensive lines in football yeah, I I would not be surprised if Washington wins, but I still think Michigan's gonna win. I got a I got a question. Do you guys think because we're just talking about generational teams like that have gone to the playoff, like Deshaun Watson's Clemson, Trevor Lawrence's Clemson, etc. Two is Alabama, etc. As good as I think Washington is, I wouldn't put them. You, I wouldn't put them in that category. But I wanted to ask no. if you guys would. No, no. absolutely. As not. good as they look. No, Dude, okay. I mean, because that LSU team was blowing teams out the entire season. Yeah. And they blew out their opponent in the final. It's like, no, no, no. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I ask, if you would have asked me 13 weeks ago, I would have agreed with college college game day. It was like, is this Buff Colorado Buffalo teams better than 2019 LSU? Did you see that graphic? Yeah, that's so stupid. Going there was back a to graphic the, that yeah. said that? 
that said, who wins, 2019 LSU or 2023 Colorado Buffaloes? LSU by literally, and I don't mean to, this is not exaggeration, LSU by literally 100. Dude, Colorado looked like shit against UCLA. Colorado looked against good against anyone that was bad. College then, Game Day put that up? Yes. Or ESPN posted it. Maybe Who it was Fox. I'll show, I'm going I'm to show you guys. Bruh. All right, and I found, and I found our, our, Mich- our Michigan Game Day Bruh. song. That's the Michigan Game Day song, dude. That's everyone's Game Day song. Dude, they played it in, I don't know. Then they played Dixie Mr. Brightside. No, that's I like everyone's Mr. tailgate song. <laughs> dude, it huh? just fires me up. I Chase, that was Mr. Brightside. I know that was a, that was a song they played. I was just really fucking. Oh. I thought you said no, it. not Mr. Brightside. I was like, yes, that was Mr. Brightside that you just no, put no. on. <laughs> no, that, I was it, like, it, what? It, yeah, I was so fucked up yesterday at the game. Oh my god, my dad was getting so mad. God. Yeah, it's uh Oh well, shit, boys. What uh, oh, we want to do? A little quick natty preview. Yeah. Lock in our official picks. I haven't even made mine. Let's I do mean, it. I, I think everyone knows I'm I'm going Michigan. All right, well, tell me why. I, I said why. I, I think that they're – no, not because of J- – I actually think that he's going to be the least the, – the least important most player. important piece on the field. I mean, I, yeah. I think that, for one, Michigan's defense is just – they're dominant. They're, they're a disciplined football team. And, then, I mean, you look back at, at past champions and what do all of them have in common? They're disciplined. They're strong. And they have good defenses. And that is exactly what Michigan is. Not to say that Washington isn't that as well. But Washington has made more mistakes. They've been in far more closer games because they've made mistakes. And I don't think you can make mistakes against Michigan. You just, you can't. You have to be the one forcing them to make mistakes. Otherwise, you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. I'll add this. Because you touched on Roma Dunze. I think that if Washington can get Rome involved early on in the first half, unlike Ohio State did with Marvin Harrison, because Marvin Harrison didn't start popping off until the second half of that game. And we all saw what happened in the second half of that Michigan-Ohio State game. If, if Michael Penix can somehow find a way to involve Roma Dunze in a very, very heavy way in the first half, I think that, that they have a shot. But I just, I mean... I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is better than Roma Dunze, and I, they shut Rome, they shut Marvin Harrison down. Um, yeah, they're just a they're just a disciplined team. They don't make mistakes. They're strong. Well, that's what I was trying to say earlier. Is like obviously, and they Washington- have Washington signs. Fuck it, yeah. Why not? Bingo. <laughs> True. I actually fucking saw uh, what's his name, um, the sign stealer. Jim, Connor Stallions, no. Connor Stallions. Oh. Yeah, I actually saw Connor him out Stallions. my window. He was outside. He was outside on the street on my window. He was trying to steal my shit too. I was looking for social <laughs> what, security. NCAA fourteen. No, he was looking for my green card number. <gasps> but oh, dude, wait, that's something we should. Do you think that we, we get a NCAA fourteen commercial or oh, trailer? My 24. God, what, did you say that it would be released during the natty or just like the CFP games? Dude, I think it might be. I think we might get a trailer in the in the natty. Do you think it's like that far along though, like in post development shit? 
It's supposed to come out in like five months. I know it's supposed to come out this summer, but like you actually Dude, we got a GTA 6 it? trailer that's not supposed to come out for t- for two years. Shit, that's a good point. Maybe they have just been waiting for it. I, I, I can't tell you how excited I am for that, dude. Like that is like the one video game, I think, that everyone can just universally agree on. Anyone that's like at least mildly into college football that, uh, yeah, it, I would pay like double for it. Like as expensive as shit is now, like I would pay double the price for it if I had to. Maybe yeah. triple. Well, as, since you – sorry, go ahead, Luis. Continue your No, statement. I was just going to say, depending on how good it actually ends up being, but even then, go ahead. Well, since you guys were asking, getting back on track, I do believe the Michigan Wolverines will win the national title. I, uh, I believe that the greatest quarterback in Michigan history, J.J. McCarthy <laughs> – Will uh will if he doesn't turn the ball over, they don't make mental mistakes, and if Corum just plays like Blake Corum, that D line is just so unstoppable. Okay. Dude, yeah, didn't he? Didn't he? Not, he he not only called him that. He, didn't he just call him the greatest college quarterback ever? He's not even the greatest in the twenty. But he did say that, didn't he? Fucking white idiot. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. <laughs> what? <the> f- <laughs> it was one of the dudes. Who I get it? that you're trying to. I get that you're trying to gas <sighs> up your guy. But like, come on, brother. Like, <laughs> God his name, damn it. His name, yeah, dude. JJ McCarthy is a long way away from. Joe Burrow, and like yeah, no, no, and it's and it couldn't even it might not even be him, but that's just like an example of someone who could be one of the best. Okay, game. The the one thing I will say is when they had that fourth and two, that was a huge conversion because if they don't get that fourth and two, the game's over. So that was a nice play, but the dude was wide fucking open. I'm making that throw all day. So well, Chase, you're the only one here that's seen him actually play in person. So like, what is your genuine? (laughs) What are you talking about? Seen him? Oh, was, okay. Uh, my, my this year, fuzzy all game. this year, you're the only one to see him play in person this year. So, like, I, what is your actual take? Like, how good do you think JJ McCarthy could be? Well, if you take back that that fucking that interception, the first play game they called back. I, I mean, he he didn't even play that great of a game. He had a huge fourth and two conversion, but I think that Blake Corum and that run that run game is really what kept yeah. kept him in the game. Corum, I think he had two touchdowns. Um, you know, maybe McCarthy's making nice passes. He he was like pretty accurate. I think he was like twenty one of twenty something. He was okay, but he didn't have any crazy stats. Um, I mean, he did lead a game tie and drive. I will give him props for that. But Corum, I think, was the reason they won that game, and the fact that their line just really stepped it up in the second half. So I don't. I think I think I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. But I'll tell you what. I mean. It, they're winning games with him, so either you know maybe the record is reflecting. They're saying maybe oh it's all him, but I think that that team just as a whole is so damn good and so well rounded. I think Washington without Michael Penix Jr. is so like not necessarily a bad team, but not nearly as good as what they are yeah. without him. And I think with JJ McCarthy, it's kind of the opposite. I think Michigan is just a much better team. And JJ McCarthy just happens to be the quarterback for that team. Because even going back to last year, when when we were uh, all at the Fiesta Bowl, I, I just still see the same tendencies with him, dude. I just don't think he's like super accurate, like 
with all of his balls, especially if it's like an out route. Um, the deep ball is like sometimes there, but it also just depends on like how much separation the wide receiver is getting. His pocket presence is like, I, I really don't think it's like that, like all that good either. I think Michael Penix's pocket presence and in like his elusiveness and just his awareness, like of just like knowing exactly when he's about to just skirt out of the way. I don't think JJ McCarthy has any of that. So, I mean, I think he's benefited a lot from having a really good O-line. I think he benefits from having Blake Horm in the backfield with him. Um, I think I was I was going to be inclined to pick Washington just because of how fucking good they looked. And I think if they don't fuck around, they can probably beat anybody. Uh, like if they don't get too cute. Um, but I have been riding with the Wolverines forever now. I've been riding with them since like fucking July. I, I, I've been, I've been, this, the result that I wanted was them coming back and I guess finding a little bit of redemption after the last couple of years. So I think officially I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Wolverines. Well, let me just say this. <laughs> JJ McCarthy is mid, but the Wolverines are still going to be your national champions. Whose voice is that? I think it's Jalen Milrow. He's just salty still. <laughs> <laughs> he said, fuck JJ McCarthy and fuck the Wolverines. Uh, yeah, where's your Heisman now? Where's you know, your, where your Heisman, mate? You little fool. Fight me at 185. I'll you do what I say. Should it have been Michael Penix, the Heisman? Uh... I, that's a good question. Debate time. I Dude, think I'm probably. still going. I'm. I. I think I'm still going with Jaden Daniels. And I. I like. I went <sighs> back and forth with it last. Last night I was hopping on the bandwagon. I was like, Yeah, dude, it should have been Penix. Like it, they should have just given the Heisman to Penix. But then I went back and looked again at Jordan Travis's or not Jordan Travis. Uh, Jaden Daniels's stats and that dude. Yeah. I think he just elevated his team. I mean, the same thing can be said for Washington because Michael Penix elevates the fuck out of Washington. Without him, they don't look nearly as good as they are. But I don't know. Kind of well, split it either I, I way. just think that I, I just think that I feel like your team's performance, like it shouldn't be the deciding factor. But when you have a Heisman race that was as close as it was this year, mainly between Michael Penix and. Uh, and Jaden Daniels, I, I feel like you've got to look at like what Penix has, has done for his team. They're playing for yep. a national championship. And while I don't think that like your your team's performance should be the end all be all if you win the Heisman, I do think it it warrants some consideration because without Michael Penix, they're not playing in the playoff. They're they might not even be playing for a New Year's Six. Yeah, they wouldn't um, be. There's no chance. They would have been they, back in the Alamo Bowl. And and you can say the same thing about about Jaden Daniels, but Jaden Daniels got his team to a mid tier bowl game. So like, there's some. I I think after reflecting on it a little bit more, and seeing how the playoff has unfolded, I think Michael Penix did deserve it. Yeah, dude, that's oh man. That dude was like he was in cheat code mode last I'm night. also like not upset. I'm also not upset that Jaden Daniels won. Like I'm not I'm not losing sleep over it. But I do think that Michael Penix deserved it. 
Yeah, it could have been him. I know Texas is secondary is ass, but he was like it was like watching a video game uh, last night, like just the way he was like slinging that shit. And like the couple times they did get close to sacking him, he would just skirt out of the way, and he already knows exactly where the target is, and it's already gone. I also love his throwing motion, dude. Like I don't know yeah, what it, it is. Maybe maybe it's that he's a lefty, but it, I loved it. I love it. Chase knows all about that. Hefty lefty. He's a lefty, huh? I'm the hefty lefty. The hefty lefty. <laughs> well, boys, since um, we already know who was the Heisman this year, I'm gonna get my early, way, way early 2024 Heisman pick right now. Ooh. I think Josh that's maybe. No, there's a boy in LA that's pretty damn good. Oh God. Now you may be thinking, oh Miller Moss. Oh maybe Will Howard. No. It's always, always been Garbers. Garbers. It has always been Ethan Garbers. He's got that chip on his shoulder. He's coming back for his senior year. He is going to take the fuck over, dominate the Pac-12, the, or excuse me, no more Pac-12, Big Ten. Um, he's going to do his thing. I got Garbers. Are, are you are you making jokes? Like I, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. Garbers. You're really being serious. No. But. Okay. <laughs> what I what, what no. I like to see him, what I like to see him do well. Yes. So let's just not embarrass. Let's not go. I, honestly, let's go nine and three. Let's do something. You know, make a name. Dude, I really couldn't tell you who I think is going to win the Heisman next <laughs> year. What the fuck was that? What are you? An idiot sandwich. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I really couldn't tell you who I think is going to win that shit this far out. I couldn't even tell you who I think is going to the playoff. Yeah. Other than like the usual suspects like the Bama. Georgias and Bama. Well, and, that's a di- I think we should save playoff because we got to take into consideration it's going to be a 12 team this year. Or, yeah, this year. You're right. Yeah. Wait, so next week our episode is going to be recapping the national championship and looking forward to the new season, huh? Yeah. Wow. It's been it's been fun. Maybe look a little bit at some uh basketball. I know March Madness will come up in a couple months. But anyways, Cole, do would you say you wanted to give your twelve like a just like a quick like twelve teams that you think are gonna No make no no it? I'm saying we need to save that because it's yeah. gonna take a little bit more time to Thought. thoughts behind a little it. more thought because we gotta pick twelve teams for a playoff next year. There is one team I know for a fact will be in there though. We're coming back, baby. Josh Hoover or House Haney, depending on who starts, we're going to come back, motherfuckers, and we're going to make a run at the Big 12 title. And who knows? Maybe we don't even win the Big 12 and just get in as the Big 12 runner-up at like the 11th seed or some shit. We're coming back, though. And we're coming back to remain the only school from Texas that has a playoff win. Despite only signing one five-star in our entire history, who didn't, who didn't even stay even, here. Who didn't even finish his, his career at TCU. He left after one and a half years. Zach Evans, fuck you, by the way. He's a trash. Um, yeah. Next next year you're gonna see. Next year you're gonna see, bro. We'll be back. Locking in at the number nine seed. Hey Zach Evans. Yo, fuck you, bitch! <laughs> I don't even what even happened to him? Is he still at Ole Miss? I don't know, dude. Yeah, who fuck that shit? guy? Fucking irrelevant. <laughs> Tub time. Right, well, Tub time. 
ถ้าถามถ้าถามถ้าถามถ้าถามถ้าไปถามถ้าไปถามถ้าไปถาม I'll go first. My tub was going out to California for for New Year's. Going out to to see you guys. Got to see Chase for a little bit. A little upset that he didn't stay out there with us. But uh, Luis, I was always more excited to see you, anyways. Oh, um, that's sweet. <laughs> Next time you need um, AAA auto insurance, don't fucking call me, bro. Get that shit yourself. <laughs> I didn't even need me. it from you. I no, had no. it. Wait, Chase, did you? Did <laughs> I tell you my keys? My keys weren't even in the car, bro. Get your get your bands up and get your own insurance. Yeah, I'm tired of this crap. <laughs> I mean, I have my own insurance. I just I had to use my mom's AAA. Oh well, it is what it is. Yeah, shout out Rhonda. Uh, but no. Tub was going out, spending New Year's with all you guys, seeing uh, seeing all the college friends. Good little TCU reunion out here, uh, dude. New Year's was fun too. That was fun. Uh, dude, I was I was going through it, bro. <laughs> I, I know was, you were. I know I you having, were. I was having the time of my life though. Like I I was like in that per- Butch was in that perfect like state where it's not too much, not too little. Just lost in the sauce, just lost in the <laughs> moment. Yeah. That shit was fun. Yeah. That was my tub, going out and seeing yeah. everybody. A little TCU reunion. Yeah. It was fun. Well, I feel like we're all going to have the same tubs, but yeah, I'll, I'll go next. It's just same same here, bro. Like I, I loved going out to California. I loved hanging out with Chase and uh, his dogs. One of his dogs is racist, um, is racist oh, unfortunately. Yeah, Brew, Brew, hate, Brew hates you. Sorry. Dude, yeah. That thing, I'm convinced that it's racist. It's, it's, I, I really <laughs> – I told Tyler, I was like, Tyler, I was like, what are you doing? What are you teaching this thing? It's kind of racist. She's like, no, sh- Brew barks at everyone. I was like, no, no. I know the difference between just hate, hatred in someone's eyes and just being, you know, scared of everyone. But yeah, leading off of that, um, yeah, I loved hanging out in California. Loved seeing everybody again. It was good to get the little TCU reunion going again. Um, I'm trying to see if I'm missing something, but. I don't think so. I think it was just another successful, another successful New Year's in the books. Yeah, I got to see J Lo again. I guess that was a that was a little another interesting um, character to have on New Year's. But yeah, another year in the books. I guess I end the show. Okay, so uh, well, my tub of the week. It's very nice to see my Hispanic brother from Texas, um, Luis. <laughs> thanks for hanging out with me. Pleasure having you. Always good to hang out with you. We got a little fucked up one night, and I ended up at a uh, some Mexican place with Luis, and I was just, just like, I don't know, it's pretty fucking cool, you know. I knew it was a legit Mexican place because I was the only white person in there, and that was pretty cool. Um, it's good to hang out with Luis. Got to see Cole for like all of forty five minutes. Um, I wish Cole was in a better mood, but it's cool. I got to see him. I probably won't see him for another six months, but pleasure. I was in a good um, mood. I was in a great mood. Uh, maybe you just yeah. Maybe we'll catch you next time. You were just um, annoying. <laughs> annoying, whatever. If that's what you want to call it, that's fine. Um, but it's good, good. And then I got to go fucking see my Wolverines dominate and uh, got sauce yesterday. And another week in the another week in the books. New year, new me. Gonna get skinny. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. 
I have a question. Another thing, another thing, real go, quick. Go another go another frogs. tub. Hey, another tub. Uh, our our good friend Connor announced he's coming back. I believe in July for uh, International Fight Week. And the weight, Mister Chandler, one hundred eighty-five. Y'all do what you're fucking told. So it's good to finally get an announcement that the king is coming back for a comeback fight. All right, you were about to say something, Chase. Y'all do what no, you're I, fucking told. No, I was going to say, uh, Chase, have you stayed true to uh, no gambling? Or at midnight on January first, did you gamble? No comment. Yep, I knew it. I knew it. You're gambling again. No comment. You're gambling with Mike's money, aren't you? We had a good day yesterday. Mike doesn't have any more money. I took it all. <laughs> Luis took all his fifty dollars in fucking fantasy football. <laughs> I took his. I took his last fifty bucks. Dude, the funny yeah, shout out, like shout out, Luis for for winning the fantasy league. Good job, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was projected like 100 less points and he's like it's all right i still have three players i'm like fuck, you're not gonna like put mike you're fucked dude you're fucked mike <laughs> dude mike yeah. bro i got a super team bro what are you talking yeah, about well, dude, hey, that was like this, this is like the ahead, one sorry. i was gonna say this is the the one year where everyone that i drafted just stayed healthy i think that's probably just what it came dude, down your to your team was dominant there were some other dominant. teams that like you guys had good teams that you drafted it was just people would get hurt or shit would happen and yeah like McCaffrey stayed healthy, Lamar stayed healthy. Everyone that I drafted stayed healthy, and that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I think next year we do a, a rub and tub league and invite you know all of our guests we've had this year. And Dude, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really sick. Cool. That'd be fun. Like ten, ten man team invite you know your Texas boys. Invite you know Braden and Parker, we, Parker, we Hunter. To, we, we need to rig it though. Like we need to make it like make it like a big pot and then yeah. rig it to where one of us three wins, so we could just use all the money. For uh, Robin Tubbs expenses. Yeah. So then it's just get, paying hey, for be, itself. That'd be get sweet. Get the merch. Get the merch. Yeah. I'll be a, I'll be commissioner a and I'll just like rig the settings. <laughs> that'd be sweet. Uh, yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> Robin Tubbs 2024 league coming soon. Yeah. Hey, you might not know us now. 2024 is the year. The year the, the tub time. 1K is the goal. You heard it here first, January 2nd. 344 Pacific Standard Time. We are going to get a thousand followers by the end of the year. Mark it. Clip it. I think it'll be before that. Clip it. Clip it. Clip it. Clip it. 1K before next year. How about 10? Let's do it. It's tough. Fuck it. It's the tough takeover. 10K. (laughs) We'll see what happens, but I think it takes one video. It takes one video. See, yeah, season two of Rub and Tubs is about to be lit. Let's do it. By the way, even though college football is stopping, the tub time, tub train does not stop here. Oh, we're going to keep it going. Breaks. We're going to be talking a little bit more about life, tell some funny stories. We're going to talk a little college basketball. NFL we're diverse playoffs. over here. All right? We don't just talk about football. We are idiots in every single major professional sport there is. We love it all. All right, and we're going to be rubbing and tubbing all 2024. <laughs> Peace and love. Happy 2024. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate you. Happy God New bless. Year's, bitches. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year's. Let's go.